0: Hi doing everyone, it's Billy here from Broadcast just jumping in quick to let you know a little bit about the episode we're about to do with Mikey Motion because even though we're starting to do them when we're getting out and about and recording them face to face, this one we did online because of time and just let you know there's a couple wee technical issues with it like at one point Mikey's camera just completely stops working we've no idea why, we did every type of check and it completely stops working so just let you know that he's going to disappear at one point on screen but you'll be able to hear him which is the best bit, Uh, also so at one point I take a delivery of a couple of beds so I managed to cut that out for you it could not have been more chaotic but it was an amazing chat that we got to have with them, and we're looking forward to catching them in real life soon and this is us just getting ahead of wrestling month it's going to be former WWE superstar Killian Dane big demo to his pals we're going to get a chance to chat with him on next week's show but this week I get to sit down and talk with Mikey Motion so here is this week's episode Boosh! How you doing you sexy motherfuckers and welcome back to broadcast whatever you're watching around the globe if you have never tuned into broadcast first of all where the hell have you been let me explain what it's all about is it about just big men with beards right we do have big men with beards on the show but that's not what it's about it's put on by the sexy sexy broad beard oils who bring you this podcast free each and every week. The way it is, it's a lifestyle, it's an attitude podcast. You get to meet weird and wonderful people from all around the world, all shapes, sizes, gender, sexualities, it doesn't even matter. We have had comedians, we've had actresses, we have had barbers, we have had MMA fighters, we've had superstars, We've had so many different types of folk. And the way it works is, as they come on, we get to have a chat about them, their careers, have a little bit of laughs, and we as learn a little bit about each other. How cool is that? Like, got a bit of happy there at the end, but never mind that. Right, if you want to keep supporting this podcast and keeping it live, Broadbeard Oils, head over right now and get some of the cool stuff. It's the ninth year anniversary, so when I get the oil, when I get yourself a beard brush, eh? Got myself a beard brush. Check this motherfucker out, eh? Eh? Round like my face. Shut up, dad. Uh, what's going to happen is is uh, we uh, you can head over and get t-shirts, you can get hats, all these type of things. Get it for the bearded fella in your life. Get it for the bearded lady in your life. Just get it and look cool. Just cut about the place. It's going like to Jack the Biscuit. You do that, you get some, you know, some cool stuff, uh, and you help keep this podcast live. And JJ and his team really, really appreciate it. Right, couple of bits of business. We have got a big announcement incoming about what is going to be getting put on in the place of the 2022 broad Beard Championships. Now, obviously, with everything that's going on, we weren't able to do it the way we wanted, but we do have an extra cool event that you will want to be a part of. I'm going to be announcing that in the next couple of weeks. And also don't forget, you can subscribe on YouTube. Check out JJ, his blogs, his beard care videos and so much more. And you can also subscribe to this podcast. It's an audio version that's out every Monday. You can get it over on YouTube. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it in all good places that you get your podcasts and the shite ones as well. But we make it better. Right. Talking about making things better. Enough about me just flapping my joy in us. Let's get on our guest today. Right, I'm excited because I've been tracking this young man's career for a couple of years. So the fact I've got to actually finally meet him over the last couple of months has been absolutely awesome. He is coming from not only a music background, but now making that transition into live performance, through comedy and so much more. Honestly, he's got so many different things coming on. I think he could be the Scottish Elon Musk, but he's Scottish and he doesn't have like the, he doesn't have the Roblox Minecraft head that Elon Musk has. Has anybody... Nobody else going to talk about the fact that Elon Musk's head is like fucking Lego. Nobody! Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a very special guest. I'm delighted to have him. Here he is, waiting in the green room patiently. It's Mr. Mikey Motion. Mikey, how the bloody hell are you doing, man? Hello, buddy. You had me howling there before I came. Sorry, mate. <laughs> that's all right, mate. <laughs> it's, it's, is anybody get... willing to bring up the deal with Elon Musk's head? I <laughs> can't he be the only know. person that's noticed I, it, mate.
1: It's a bit square, a bit like the bottom of my
0: beard I need one of the beard brushes you were talking about mate, mate we'll,
1: we'll get you hooked I'm up really, we'll get you hooked up I need one can, of them you yeah.
0: like it the only reason I grow the beard mate gives the illusion of chin
1: do you know what I mean there's something you know what I mean exactly the same as me mate it makes other people think I've actually got a chin that's it because that's it. And, when, I, when I've when no i no this, it this it's just there's no chin there it's
0: right. just, just chinless just, and everything else is just kind of like all oh, oh, the fat and what have you from lockdown my lockdown tits are basically <laughs> pushing everything up it seems to be like I'm like a melted candle under this mic. Some about stress, uh, mate. We'll, we'll we'll kick off with this chat. I think it'd be uh, fair to say uh, everything's kind of opening up a bit. You're getting out yep. and about, back into the clubs, uh, and and this new venture of yours. You you gotta be happy getting out and about again, mate. Oh, 100 percent, mate. During the lockdown,
1: it was horrendous for everybody. You know, yeah. no gigs, so. Went for gigging every weekend to nothing, nothing, and you were trying to do on you know Facebook, YouTube, try to do some you know live videos and stuff like that, which was all right, it was good, but it's nothing like life, it's nothing like yeah. life stuff, you know. So it was. So key- I. to go.
0: The cool thing is, as you were still kind of producing, so uh, what I loved is. You were producing like comedy videos as well But yep. they actually also still kind of reached back And brought in the music side as well Like I remember yep. the, there's one It's literally you having a dance in the park And I'm not doing enough, enough justice of it But these videos started popping up And man they were going Aye. viral The, the videos Aye. and stuff you were creating during lockdown Aye they were going pretty well Um
1: The algorithm on Facebook's not the same as it used to be Yeah, um, e- Even the ones were going viral But a couple of years before that My videos were going further I think yeah. like when t- TikToks came in, yeah, and it's like the algorithm on that is crazy, man. Yeah. So you put a video up and you're getting it's like fucking 50,000 views yeah. in a couple of days. Facebook used to be like that, but it's all changed now. It's 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 pretty it's pretty bad now. Yeah. And so I mean, I don't know. I'm I've made a I've made a TikTok for the for the club for the Vibram, but yeah. I've not made a personal one yet. Because I've slagged it so much. Do you know what I mean? I just I, I was just uh, dedicated to Facebook videos and all
0: that. And I was like, nah, I can't go to TikTok. But now I'm thinking about it. I'm really thinking about it now. It's going to be that one day with a head honcho on TikTok's going to be like, oh, here he is. <laughs> Fucking <mic> emotion.
1: BAN! <laughs> I'll get banned straight away. Basically, it was like, you know, the way I felt when I listened to it, I did feel magical, man. It felt. Brilliant! So I just wanted to show that to other people. Like a lot of people in my year at school at the time, they were into like hip hop. So I was just making these tapes and showing them the tunes and saying, "Look, listen to that!" And then I would get my earphones and put it in their ear, and they would be loving it. And that reaction, then I I, I would love that. And they would say, "Oh, that's brilliant!" And it gave you a kind of buzz. Do you know what I mean? Let me get do with comedy as well. When when you yeah. show people your, your stuff, when you you know the stuff you've been working on, and then the reactions you get, it makes you feel. Like, that's why you do it.
0: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, that is That that is amazing. So in in terms of getting out into the clubs with the music, right, because that's a big jump for any any performer to make, you know, from being enthusiastic, letting your pals hear it. And were, were people encouraging you to get out there with your stuff, mate? Were people encouraging you or was it just something yes. you wanted to do? Like you say, you saw the videos and you were like, I, I want to do that because that's what uh, you're meant to do. I will basically, when I started
1: kind of, Dish the tapes it got to the stage where like, nearly everybody in the school had one. People for different schemes were chatting my Wendy. But my, my, <laughs> my, 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 see, see, when I stayed in my mum and dad's, it was like a wee box room I had at the end, and it had two windies, and that basically turned into like, a record and tape shop. What I swear to God, mate! Like people would chat my window and come and like, like three in the morning, people would be drinking bottles of wine and be like oh, Mikey, if you get a tape and but but when I when I did story kind of tape suit and stuff, it was like people were telling me you you're going to be a DJ and you should get into DJing, and you should try. So it was like I just, I just knew it was that's what I really wanted today. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. I just that's really... like something
0: that a film, Mikey. No, I know you, it is, man it's, that that it's... seems like something that, you know I can practically see that in my head. <laughs>
1: Uh, but it was it was really cool, man. And uh, the days like it was just it was everything about it. It wasn't just like the music. It was meeting the people, collecting records. Like I, yeah. I would buy records for like 30 thirty pound, and I would sell them on for a like, hundred because they were rare. And it was right. like, it was it was just it was just, a, it was just a pure buzz. So for a young age, like thirteen, I was I was dealing with big money, man. <laughs> with all these vinyl. Do you know what I mean? Selling them and just and, and selling the tapes and it was CDs and
0: Ah, it Did that cool, help man. give you a bit of confidence in terms of like, because you're breaking down barriers, you're dealing with folk day, day in, day out. Most 13-year-olds are, you know, freaking out about their pubes and what have you, but like you're <laughs> actually, you know, you're actually getting out there and interacting with people.
1: Aye, well, I wasn't worrying about pubes back then because I didn't have any. I literally oh, didn't have any, man. I didn't have up. any. That's me just starting to get okay hairs. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what, I, I, I don't know where this fucking beard came from either. People ask me, is it real? All the time, do you know what I mean?
0: Is um, it real? What? I, I,
1: real. Is that a real beard? <laughs> like, fuck off. who um, no. it? was the about with fake <laughs> I know, mate. Um, pro- me, probably. I, <laughs> <Honestly. laughs> uh, well, meeting, meeting new people and stuff, like, you know, getting yourself out there when I was DJing. Yeah. That, that, that was a really good thing because I... Yeah, you probably think this is, I'm talking shit here, but I'm a really, 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 really shy guy, right? Deep down. But I've just built up this fucking, yeah, this monster to get there and talk to people
0: and meet people and it's just there now. But Mate, if, you're, you know, you're, you're talking to a massive in, introvert. Like, I, I, I can I, completely understand where you're coming you, from. You could never yeah. tell you could never tell with you people would never tell with me people like shut up What? how, how can you be shy i'm like trust me i am trust me shy. like i i, I literally go, go and ask that man for directions <laughs> No, no. <laughs> but i could i could stand up in front of like a thousand people and say the most horrendous things and make them laugh the more which that's is fine but, but you can't do that but the, the cool thing is um Right, one second, Mike. It's just to make you aware. I'm I've got a delivery coming in like cool. five minutes. But that's fine. We'll that's we'll treat right. that as a piss break. We'll treat yeah, that yeah, as a yeah. piss break. Uh um so we just say that. Um oh, and hopefully we'll get your image back as well. We might treat that as a chance. I'll hear the dog uh, going, so are we will okay? okay. Uh, will get straight okay. back into it. But in terms of actually, like, getting out into the clubs, what were some of the first places that you started uh, playing? Because I guess it's, like, it's great. You're getting a buzz with all the right people. And that as mad as it sounds, like, during that time, see when you were giving, like, tapes to, like, yep. your pals and your pals' mates and the other skills and what have you, that mm-hmm. does create a buzz. So when are we talking, like, oh, first gig? When are we talking first gig?
1: Right. Well, like I said, um, my first gig was probably, I was probably a bit, 12 or 13. Right. And it was it was in the pubs. Right. It was in it was in community centres for like people that were having 14th birthday parties and stuff. But then all the older, older people were starting to, oh, have you got to be making motion? If you was imagined to make emotion, if you got to be mic tape? And right. then they were me. they were saying, I've got an 18th birthday with your DJ. So my mum, my mum realized, right, you're getting booked for a lot of fucking parties here. Let's buy you big speakers, let's buy you an amp. So really? my mum my and dad were always really, really helpful and supportive with buying me new, new yeah. stuff. So big, big shout out to them. Um, but I so it was like, literally it was hundreds of parties, man. It was just every other weekend. And I was like, fucking hell, this is class, man. I was just, it was buzzing after. at remember the, the time. I used to go to Arceos, right? When I was like yeah. 11, 12, 13, 14, it was Arceos Unders. Now, when I used to go there, it, it was wild. It's st- still some of the best raves I've been to. And I've been to Raves all the world, and still yeah. to this day, the feelings I got in the Raves at RK Sunders are amazing. The the DJ at the time was DJ Dario. I used to look up and watch him and think, I need to be that guy. I need to be the guy that's playing up on that stage. And I just kept thinking about it. I kept thinking about it. And then I think it was like when I was 16 or 17, I must have been 17. There right. was a uh the DJ competition was announced. It was a new breed. DJ competition, you could play any sort of music, you could play, you know, techno, house, happy hardcore, whatever it was you wanted, I played uh, happy hardcore, but it was, like I said, there was like 500 people in it, and it was heats they were doing, and yeah. then I would, just, I would just go to chaos. it was in Room 2, it was in Betty's, and I would bring like 60, 70 of my pals, and they would just all go fucking crazy, and I just, I, I got through all the heats, through all the heats, and I, as I said, I came second, so that was my first actual real <coughs> club Brave experience, playing, right. and the, the buzz I was getting when I was coming off the decks, and when I was on the decks, I was just electric, I was like, fuck me, this is something, this is what I need to be doing, this is it, so I basically, through that, when I came second, other people were starting to talk to me, and it just so happens that uh, Al Twisted, you know Al? who's My yeah. mate, mate now, who we, we promote stuff, he's my agent, he's been my agent for like 10 years, so Al... was he? Aye, so I. I knew you guys had worked together But I didn't know that was the case oh, that's very cool, aye. man So basically him He had a partner Rob Derivum, Who's a, mm-hmm. another fucking massive DJ Plays
0: all the world Making the jump Into What some people might call I don't want to use the phrase But legitimate clubs You know what I mean? You've done the yes. competitions They did our chaos, You've yeah. done the birthday parties Which is a yeah. great way To sort of Why? Learn your trade Your stock and trade yeah. But now you're getting ready To to make that jump We We Mikey Aye, we 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 make is getting ready to kind of start that transition into into Mikey Motion. How does that come about? Um basically right, so that's what I was
1: just about to tell you. Um with the phone call when I was with my mates. Yeah. So I was talking about Al and Robbie. So we knew who Al was, we knew who Robbie was, they didn't they didn't know me, but they they ran a big night called Twisted and Brainfire. It was a big rave right. night and our chaos and it was like the full complex so they had like five four, four or five rooms it was like three four thousand people that used to go to it like every month right so that that was like the, the main fucking rave to be in glasgow and in scotland really all the acts yeah. were coming out from holland italy america and wow. that's where they would play so i was sitting with my mates and my phone went and guys like all right is that mate is that we met come like, eyes all, right. like, all right he's robbed it of them here and I was like, no hey, bother, shut up and all that. I thought it was like somebody else kidding me on, right? He's like, no, it really is, it really is. He's like, eh, we, I heard one of your tapes. He's like, eh, would you like to play a set at Twisted and Brainfire'?" I was
0: like, what?
1: I was like, aye, of course, of course, of course. So I came off the phone, I was telling my pals, and they're like, shut up. Not whizny, that not listening him and all that. I was like, I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you. They ended up phoning me back, giving me a date. My name was on the flyer. So when I seen my name, on the flyer with all my heroes like yeah Hixey, scott brown Sharkey, you know joey riots um some of the dutch guys my name it was mick collins on the flyer and when i got the flyer sent it and i could give him everybody that was yeah. another buzz that was a bigger buzz than getting the tapes out i bet because because it's like you've arrived i here i'm i'm here and everybody was like, oh I see, you're playing it twisty. Well done, we man. And everywhere I went, it was just like, oh, and I was selling everybody tickets. And I think I took up 150 people with me. Everybody bought a ticket. And it was just and then when I played that first set in our chaos up on the stage. When I used to watch Dario doing it, and I, I, I had it in my head, I'm like, that's where I need to be. Four years later, I was doing it myself. You were there. I, I was playing I was playing vinyl, but the best thing about the whole night was it was cool as fuck because I was playing vinyl, it was a new set. But one of the DJs was late, so I had to keep playing. And it just so happened that my absolute hero at the time, Scott Brown, Evolution Records, uh, he was he came on right after me. So I played uh, around forty minutes and then he came on the decks and I shook his song and all my pals. You could see them hitting stoners because they know they they're his hero or my hero, and everybody was like, Ah! Everybody's cheering and clapping, it was brilliant, mate. So that buzz that just gave me the fucking hunger to just keep going. And after that night, I became resident. That's how me and I'll go. And I, I just I, I, since then, I've been playing. I've been playing with him for like seventeen, eighteen years or something.
0: now. That's mad. Do you know what I mean? I've played all of that mean, aye. And and just so anyone was watching, I mean, like 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 Mikey was saying about you know people coming from all over Europe and what have you. That's like a sought after gig. Do you know yes. what I mean? That's like that that just no like. Johnny off the street is going to get that gig. That's like a Aye. sought after spot. 100%, mate, because it was like people, I would say people
1: might, some people might have been a wee bit jealous at the time, like bigger DJs, like, right, yeah. because I didn't ask to play. I didn't, they came to me, like they held my tape. So that when I started telling people that, like, oh, I've been honing in fucking mixes for like three years and I can't get a gig and you know all that. And I'm like, look, hey, it's not my fault, man. Right? Just fucking, just your time will come. It uh, just so happens that was it just happened, but but it didn't. It, it's what I really wanted, mate. I put myself in the positions to get there. It's the like, same with the comedy, the new. It's like yeah. See, I, right, see that I'm not. I'm going to blow your mind, right? See this, see this conversation we're having right now. Okay. I manifested this. I man, I manifested this. I've been watching this podcast for a while. I saw the one with Roscoe, um, the one with the wee man, the one with um, Marilyn. uh, I've watched a load of them and I was sitting like, I want to go on that podcast. And do you know what? See, about two months ago, I made a video, a 15-second video and I was going to send you it, right? And I was talking about my beard. I was saying, is my beard good enough for you, Billy? Right? To come on your (laughs) podcast. But I did not send it. And I thought, nah. And then you asked me, and I was like... It is. Aye, so I've always been kind of... I don't want to be one of these dicks and say, oh, you know, oh, manifesting that." But I have, I've been doing it for an early age. Before I even okay. knew I was doing Before I even knew I was really doing it, and I knew there was books about it, I was doing it. Yeah. Just the really fantasising, stoning, watching the DJ really wanting it to actually go on and doing it, and being in, in that position to look back and think, oh yeah...
0: <laughs> well, you're you're doing it. You're you're getting towards making it happen. Do you know what I mean? You've right. seen the image. There's so many yep. people that just go. Ah, I don't know how to get there. It's like yep. number of folk. I, I always say if they turn and go. So how do I go about? Uh, how do I go about getting a gig in comedy? I always go. Don't bother. If you're, <laughs> if you, if you're asking me, th- then you have yep. Then you'll never there. That's it. it. That's it. And and if people do go, oh fucking prick, I'm going to show him. You're mm-hmm. welcome. You're fucking That's welcome, it. because uh, I bet you yeah. went away and got your first gig. But, uh, um, I mean, nobody, I mean, you think of Maradona, well, you know what I mean? Maradona uh, got really good at what he did, and people saw what he did. Like, nobody, yeah. was, nobody was an Argentina going from door to door going, nobody didn't hear any good at football, are they? Still, <laughs> the boy's no bad. The boy's no bad. Do you know what I mean? And, in fact, there's a comedian called Kyle Ceason. It's interesting because your, your story is kind of reminiscent of Kyle's. Because he was like a young prodigy and his uh, his teacher would give him five minutes at the end of the school week to do a stand-up in front of the kids at school just to get him to shut up. Just to get him to wow. shut up. And that was it. He would, he would sit there and he would write and he would get ready for it. And then at the end of the year, he had about an hour's worth of material. So <laughs>
1: That's he
0: cool. did some flyers and all his mates came. And then he did Brilliant. another flyer. Then somebody from another school went, do you want to come and do a, a show at our school? And then he thought, I'll, I'll start sending them out to colleges and then the colleges that, went hi come gross. date with us and that, i don't
1: know that.
0: that's he's already, amazing he's a very he's a it's interesting because he's a kind of he's a kind of motivational mojo kind of a guy now but Aye. uh it's interesting to hear the parallels between those two stories it's like one day because i love that attitude of Aye. you, you know, throughout your life you'll get so many people going oh you canny or oh, you shouldn't mm-hmm. what are you doing that for it's like "Well, Aye. that's not used to any bugger is it no i know you but, mean, i know you got your that's way to, to where you were with the music and you climbed up and you got this fan base. And that's Aye, the man. thing, like, um, your music isn't, like, just in- indicative to, like, Scotland. It goes all around the world and you've been performed in all around the world, man. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: Aye. Um, it was like, i done the exact same thing with, uh, with Standing in chaos, looking up and wanting to be that guy. So we went to my first big rave in England, was the Hardcore Heaven Weekender, and it was uh, in Pontons. So the fella Pontons get shut off, and it's just ravers. And then right. the in the main stage, the main arena, they've got all the big DJs, and then they've got about three or four different rooms with different styles of music. So me and like, 20 of my pals went into that, and again, it was just all the big, big top DJs that were playing. So me being me, as I do, went all the way down, and I just stood, and I watched, and I just wanted it. I wanted, I wanted it. I wanted to be on the other side. And on the way back up on the bus, I was telling everybody, I'm gonna I'm gonna DJ the next one. I'm gonna play the next one. And they're like, No bother, no bother, no bother. And I just kept fucking putting my mind to it, putting my mind to it, and then I got a phone call. Another phone call. And I get booked for the next one. There you go. Right. And that, that was for me, that was it. It was the, the bus the rave the rave buses, the journeys, all the ravers, all the parter, all the way down in the bus, you know. The the people that you met, uh, the music, the sound, the the sound system was fucking frightening, man. It went right through you, like, just so good, right? Just so amazing. So that happened, and um, that ended up, I ended up playing it the the Hardcore Heaven Weekender two, three, four, five, six, and 7. So every year, I got to play all the big raves. As well as that, I was playing at just, like, different raves in England. We'll pop them up, like, um, you know, the O2 in Birmingham, the O2 Liverpool, the O2 in Manchester, all, all the kind of big places I played there as well. And then, I think it was like in 2007, I get booked for Spain to go and play H T I D in the sun. Hardcore till I die in the sun. So it's a week festival. And it's just, again, just hardcore, just like all different rooms, Ravers for all the world. I get booked for that and I played it four or five of them. And then for there, I get booked to go to play Ibifa, And it was uh, Ibifa Goes Hard, another hardcore festival, and I played it six or seven of them. So every... So- I've been quite busy since I've been like seventeen. Well, oh, playing all different places. I played in Germany, an event called Pussy Motherfuckers. Like, uh, <laughs> aye, it's uh, twenty thousand people, man. And a what's it called? Jabby's Click. No, 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 no. I can't remember the name of the venue, but it's a fuck. It's frightening, man. Played over there. Um, aye, man. So I've always kept busy with that, um, and I love it, man. I, I really do love it. Um, and I always will, DJ. You know, what I mean, I, I'll still get booked for gigs. I'll, 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 I'll always go and do it because I still, I, yeah. I still, I still love it's still it. Still a passion you know for I
0: mean? it. Still a passion, mate. Aye, yep. So, after all that and the success in building, that out, out, in, out of nowhere, will we say, a young man suddenly appears on the on the comedy scene. Right, <laughs> his name's Mikey Motion. Right, Talk us through how. What made you want to make that jump? Was it the same thing? Had you been at a gig and seen a guy on stage and went, I well, saw
1: myself doing that? The comedy came just as early as the music. Right. Right. For a lot of people that don't know me in the comedy scene, they might say he's just came from anywhere. Mm. But I've been doing no stand up. I've been doing, I started stand up in the, just halfway through 2018. Yeah. But before that, I've been making sketches and videos and you know, writing comedy for, like, since probably 2002 or something. Ah, it's a good while. So it's a long time. Um, But before that, when I was a wee guy, it was my gran and my grandpa, when I used to go and stay with them, they had me watching Scotch and Rye, Ricky Fulton, The Naked Video, uh, Rabsy Nisbet, Mr Bean, One Foot in the Grave, everything like that, and they just used to put the videos on and the freeze, my wee bra, we would just laugh, and... I started kind of doing wee voices and stuff and yeah. started kind of copying them and, you know, I just, I loved getting a laugh, seeing people, you know, laugh at my stuff. And in school, I was just the total, I know everybody says this, every comic says it, the class clown, I but I would have done anything for a laugh, like anything. See, just for me, my objective when I meet somebody, if I walk away and they're no laughing, then I, 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 I hurt inside. Right. I I, like, I, I, oh, I didn't do what I was supposed to do, so I would have done anything to get a laugh. Like, in school, it was just stupid stuff. I would, you know, do funny voices and stand up and the teacher would be like, what, what, what you get outside, right? You can't kind of talk like that. I would just, I would do anything for a laugh, right? I would, honestly, it was like, that was my, my, my kind of, when I make, meet somebody, I need to make them laugh and basically through all the, you know, all the stuff I watched, like all the kind of sitcoms and that with my gran, that was I built up a uh, you know a collection. Uh, it was everything. Peter Case, Phoenix Knights. It was Billy yeah. Conley. Everything. So by the time it came to like I don't know, the first sketches I was making was with a Game Boy camera. Was Whoa. a long time ago. <laughs> right? So so that 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 was before video phones came out. Me and yeah. my mate would like I have you Game still Boy got camera. any? No, mate. Yeah,
0: you've still got some of the Game Boy ske- Game Boy camera nah, sketches.
1: They're long gone, man. Nah, I'd, I'd, yeah. me, me and my pal had the Game Boy camera and the Game Boy printer, so we would right. like, take pictures of people like, in the scheme and in the closes, and we would like make their face go funny and write stuff on it and make it stickers and stick it on their door. <laughs> we were we shakes, man. But that's where the kind of the first like try to record myself being funny came from. And then when the video phones came out, it was like just recording stupid sketches, then putting wigs yeah. on and then different characters. And I was putting them on um, Bebo, right? It was Bebo for ages. And then it was Facebook. Oh and then when I started kind of getting a reaction from people on Facebook, it was like posting something funny. I kind of built up this kind of persona on Facebook. Obviously, I built up an online persona on Facebook. So something I could write something sometimes and it's not even really that funny, but people ah it's so funny. That's what obviously I'm trying to get. I'm trying to take that to stand up, but it's just it's it's hard. Do you know do you know what I mean? It's 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 fucking very hard. But the comedy's always been there. And everybody's always said to me, You should you should do a day stand up. Every job I've ever had, right? Every single job I've ever had, I've never ever worked, I've just made people laugh all the time. Yeah, I thought know, it's stand up comedy. I've been put into the office with this manager I've worked in this place for like four years. Look, like, my case is um, everybody loves you here and you're funny but funny's not enough you know you're not really I'm, I'm sorry i'll try harder i'm sorry but i every that's what it was just for me it was just always making people laugh and deep down as well I always as well as the music stuff i always knew i was gonna try stand up at one point yeah started doing a lot of karaoke as well
0: Okay. Uh, and you need a bit of Chad to
1: do karaoke as well. You need a bit of Chad to do karaoke as well. Yeah, I'm doing karaoke the night as well. And uh but we'll go back to uh, when I started, um I was doing karaoke and in between it I was just trying to make people laugh and I was doing it. So before I even done stand-up, I was already stoning my mic and making people laugh. Right? So I thought, right, fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna really go for it. And then the obsession came. I've watched every single thing you can watch about stand-up. I've read fucking umpteen books. I listen to audio audiobooks. There's books I've read like 20 times, right? Honestly, I listen to them. I fall asleep listening to them. I'm a fucking nerd, right? <laughs> I've watched every bit of stand up you can get. I've just, I, I don't sleep. I sleep for like three hours a night and I'm just fucking watching, 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 watching. I try to get to as much stand up shows as I can. Um, mate, seeing guys like yourself, man, see, like, the first time I saw you, man, on stage, it blew my pubes off, for real. <laughs> but me and my pal Sean. Like, Sean's a hard guy to please, right? He's my biggest critic, right? will do hangs, and he'll be like, "No, nah. roll his eyes." But other people <laughs> like it. But but he's a, but, but he's hard to please. And when you and Owen, me and him were like, "Fuck me, man! That guy's electrifying!" Like seriously, fucking ah, pump it up, funny, boom, boom, zinging and zanging. Wonder See what the was. I think it was at the stand, mate. All right, I think okay. it was at the stand. Uh, honestly, mate, it was the stand. Um, but seeing guys like you, Roscoe, McClelland and all that, I thought, like, right, I already did this online. I already make an arse myself and do all these stupid sketches and videos. Everybody knows what I'm like. Let's start doing it live.
0: Hmm.
1: Let's fucking go for it. And then when I did, I've just... it's It's just like the DJing, I want it so bad, when it, back then, the fire I had, it's it's new, I've already done the DJ night; that'll always be there, I don't need to try anywhere, I can play in front of fucking thousands and thousands of people, I don't get nervous, I just yeah. got to enjoy it, now I've got something back, I'm like, oh, I'm shaking it so bad, uh, I want to run away, but when I'm on the stage, I'm fine, and yeah. then I'm just, I'm getting better at every time, I'm writing a lot, I'm writing all the time, and I'm trying new stuff out, and it's like i just love it man just the, the buzz is just it's better than the dj it's it, it, the the stand up buzz i'm getting is a lot better the
0: buzz that i got for dj right I, I think when you started gigging which would have been i don't think we got the chance to get together no i don't no. think we got the chance to get before lockdown everyone no. forgets that two-year period don't they Where just Aye. everything shut the fuck yeah. down um yeah. and so i think the first time you and i shared a lineup I'm, i think is laugh in the park yes um and even then it was great to see the support for you that was already Aye. there and i remember thinking that's cool as fuck that's Aye. cool as fuck this mm-hmm. guy and also this guy's doing putting the work in and hey, if there's any other comics watching, and you're gonna get pissy about it. Uh, he's doing things like, you know, advertising the gig he's on and uh, <laughs> letting people know, you know, just a little things, man. Every Aye. if every comic did, how amazing the scene yeah. would be. But uh, never mind that. See, see um, the thing is, the, the thing is, Billy. See,
1: obviously, the the comedy scene is no different for the for the hardcore scene, the music scene, the DJ scene, right? right? So it's all the same stuff. It's all the same people sharing flyers. There's jealous people. There's good people. It's the same. People are people, right? Because it's it's very, very similar. So I've already already dealt with everything that I could deal with. That prepped you for coming in. For coming in. It's the same thing, man. If I'm on a gig, I'm going to share the flyer, right? I'm going to share it. I know people get... I can't share it because I've got the rain gigs on or they've got too many... But even just one share, that's fine, one right? Share. But, but a tweet. A tweet or something, man. Just say, right. you're playing here, get people to come. But the thing is, like I said, the comedy scene for me is no different. I'm running into the same, no problems, but same sort of people. Because at the end mm. of the day, again, people are people. You get the same types of people everywhere. And every scene's the same, I think. I think every scene's the same. So I've already done that for fucking 17, 18 years yeah i know i'm and and here I, I just want to be nice to everybody i just want to be a nice guy i just everybody that i meet i'm going to be nice to them i'm not going to talk about anybody behind their back i'm not going to i just want to be i just want to be good i just have want fun. to have, be good. Fun, have and, fun enjoy it that that's what i'm doing I know. I'm, I'm having serious serious fun i really am everything about it it's just because of like, all the stuff i was watching and reading about I was like, right, I'm going to slowly begin into that and I'm going to be doing it myself. Aye. And then with it, the, with the vibram opening up and all the other gigs, for, a, for last week, I was a bit anxious. I had a bit of anxiety. I was like, fuck, I've got all this shit. What am I doing, man? This is all happening around about me. I'm like, fuck, but I'm booking people. I'm, I'm getting up to the asset myself. I'm fucking yeah. being the sound guy. I'm doing the door. I'm doing everything. I'm, I'm the full fucking shebang. And I was like, wait a minute why am i anxious this is what i've wanted for so long and now i'm it no minute enjoy the moment enjoy Well, enjoy no, this man oh no
0: you're in the stream but you're on oh yeah your camera's just packed in but you're still oh, with his mikey Oh, right okay 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 right but, well i tell you the cool thing is what's happened there why is your camera going off? i don't know man i didn't touch anything it's weird Right. Oh, I'll tell you, the the one thing I've always said, and hey, listen, I've got to do some cool stuff, and I haven't enjoyed it. I haven't enjoyed the moment. That's why it's so great to hear that because, you know, we end up doing gigs, and you start getting anxious about it. The one yeah. thing I always do to kind of center myself is like, hang on, hang on. This is a really great gig. You're you're here doing this. You did all those shitey gigs. You did all those road miles. You did all those other things yeah. that led to this, so you yes. can do this. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And and that's why it's always like, so enjoy it, enjoy uh, it. Yes. Remember all, the, remember all the bad times and stuff that you had a, a smile on your face and you got through it. It's like, why yeah. aren't you getting ready to join us? I know, you know what I mean, it's, it, So it's a, it's a great attitude to hear, man. It's an amazing attitude to hear, and Cheers. it's and it's doing you so well because I know you've been busy. You've been out gigging all around about with some amazing folks as well. Uh, I know you are you are hitting it heavy at the fringe as well, which yeah. brings us to where we are right now, taking on an adventure which I don't think most comics will do in this day and age, but you've opened your own comedy club. I have. <laughs> Man. It just what, has... where you think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, it's cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, it's buzzing. It's amazing. What, what, why would you thought I want to do this? Is it a case that you wanted to learn more about the industry or you just want to have that platform? Or is it because like you're saying, you just want people to come and have a good time? Everything that you just said there, it's
1: everything right. you just said. So, obviously, again, Mahid, just dreams, man. And then when I create these wee things in Mahid, I see it and I think about it and I just start moving these feet towards doing it. It's weird, right? But I was in the monkey barrel about a year ago with my pal. Yeah. Sitting, I think it was monkey barrel too. We were just sitting down and it was people, it was um, maybe not a year ago, when was it? Not that long ago. And it was like, me and my pal, my pal turned to me and he says, look, would you know, love to have a wee room, a wee comedy room? I says, aye, I really would. And I just started thinking about it and I'd went to see a few pubs and stuff to, to, to start a night, like, even if it was an open mic night. Yeah. And um, just nothing felt, I, you can't do comedy in here, it's not the right place. And then, out of the blue, <laughs> I get a phone call. <laughs> well, Basically, Where get, is your um, number, mate? That you get all these phone calls.
0: Where know, is your number? I know, mate. I've had the same <laughs> number for fucking 20 years, well, I think.
1: Um, must be in some toilet somewhere and fucking on <laughs> a train station. Call this guy. Uh, no, basically, um, it was a message I got, right? It wasn't a phone call online, it was a, a Facebook message. And there it was a guy saying, Look, um, see, so you're doing well with the comedy and stuff. We've got the club opening up. How do you fancy doing a comedy night? And I was right. like, mate, okay. I says, can I can I come and meet you? He says, aye. So I went to meet him the next day. And it turns out he knew me. He was like one of the kind of younger boys for, for, for back in the day. But it turns right. out I know his mum. So they've bought the club. And then we had a few couple of sites. But see, when I walked in the place, mate, honestly, I was like, fuck me, this is a Kimmy Danes wet dream in here. Yeah. Right. Just the the stage, the low roofs, the whites painted, the chairs, everything about the place. I was like, right, this needs to happen. And he says, look, well, I'm willing to give you every Thursday. You're the Thursday night manager. It's your baby. You do what you want. So I was like, right, I wanted to come up with a cool name. Every name I thought I wanted was used. It doesn't matter if it was in England, Scotland or Arizona. I wanted something original. And think, thinking, right, what can I call it? And then I thought, right, well, I walked in that place. I got a vibe. A I got a great vibe, and I want everybody else to feel that vibe. So definitely, the vibe room came. I sat. I didn't sleep for like two days. I made the logo, a fucking every the banner that you see. I made all that. Uh, yeah. I just, it, I've, it just, my mind took over, and I just ran with it. And then, fucking three weeks later, here we are, a comedy club. We've got fucking great acts on. We've got your cell phone, and I it's gone
0: well, man. Mate, it's, it's, it's brilliant. like, honestly, Mikey, your, your enthusiasm and your attitude, like, man, it's like chicken soup for the soul. It really, really is. <laughs> Cheers, uh, it's the testament of getting up and just fucking Aye. doing it. If you want to yep. manifest it and doing it. Uh, so what's exciting you going forward, mate? What are you excited about? I know they've got the club and all that, but what are we excited about for you? What would be, if you could give me, because they seem to keep happening. So give me a couple of things you'd like to manifest right now. Tell me what they really? are. It's something we can look out for. You doing the the armadillo? Nice.
1: Uh, that's I've been thinking about that for a few years. Then it's a hydro, mate.
0: See, that's a I know. that's a weird one cause I sat in the um. So amazing how you can change your attitude. I was at the theatre royal last night, right? I uh, see the show, and I actually went. I could, I could do this. I yep. could do this. Yeah, that's what it is, mate. Why did when I not think I could do that? I could do this.
1: Yes. Mate. When you see somebody doing it right, it goes back to when I was telling you about Archaeology and DJ Dario. Mm. If you're a, if you're in the same room as him, he's a human being. I'm a human being. Yeah. I'm looking at him doing this. Why can I know that? Yeah. Well, how can I know how can I know everybody else that plays the hydro or whatever, how can I know that? They're, they're the same as me. They're not any they have not any powers, they've not got any you know, they do it. The only reason they're doing it is because they made the, the, the decision to go and do it. That's it. They, they 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 decided, and they they moved in the right steps. They met the right people, and it happened for them. So why can I not do that, mate?
0: When you do the armadillo and then the hydro, I will be front row centre. I will mate, be front row. Who will be now.
1: fucking involved, man. Like, oh, there we go. Yes. I'll be like, cleaning I'm, the
0: seats in the front row. <laughs> buddy,
1: see, anything I've done and comedy, I've always kind of asked you, to, you know, I've always asked you to either host it or play. Right? Yeah, amazing, with, with it's a laugh, very much right? appreciated. And and it's because hey, I know you're the best at fucking hosting. Right? I've no seen anybody better than you, Dana. it? So, anything I get a chance to do, and if I can bring somebody, or if I can ask you, I'm going to always ask you, if you can do it, amazing, if you can, I'll try for the next time, but that's like it, mate. See, when I watched you doing that, um, you are you're in a league of your own, right? But see, when I watched you doing that, I thought as well, I can do that. Maybe not as good as you, but
0: I thought, I, if Billy's doing it, everyone I can do Everyone's it. singing a different song, man. I always say the same thing. Everyone's doing a a, a, a singing I, a different song, yes. and uh, and. And you're doing just incredible stuff just now. But hey, listen, I, I was talking about laughing the park and anyone's watching at this point going, well, going, oh, they're kissing up to each other. Watch it. Right. Laugh at the park. I don't think you'd done a gig in like in front of people in like 18 months. No, 500 folk. That's intimidating. Aye, That's intimidating because yep. there was other, and you went out and you kicked and you knocked it at the park and everyone loved it. And I remember thinking this fucking guy gets it. This guy gets it. Aye. Um, We'd only got to we'd only got a chat and stuff like that beforehand. I already liked Jim when I love his action. Yeah. You. you went and fucking got it, man. You're Aye. you're blazing your own trail, man. And it's it's amazing to watch. It's honestly amazing to watch, man. I'm mean, Can't you wait then. All right, so that's got two. We've got the armadillo and the Aye. hydro, and well, then the fucking moon. It, Let's do it. The moon, the moon. Well, Michael Collins has already been in the moon. Do you know what I mean? That's my
1: name. <laughs> uh, I'll be the second Michael Collins ever to be in the moon. Oh <laughs> <the> fuck. <laughs> I'll, well, it, I, I'll do the first stand-up gig in the moon, right? Gig in the moon just, just, and you yeah. can host it, right? Yes! Uh, yeah. got to say, With but, but, but the Armadillo and Hydro, it's just like and obviously I, I just need to get really good at stand-up first and that's what the vibrums are about it's gonna yeah. be, I'm going to be trying new stuff in there I've got loads of different characters at a day do you know what I mean? I've got I've, I've get loads of stuff that I want to try out, so I want to try and craft that maybe I'll be short the fringe the next year or two we just yeah. like my, my different characters get a host and then i'll go change come back out so i've got what, a good six or seven characters will it five minutes worth of kind of material for right. so i just need to craft that um and then obviously just building it up to like the armadillo like, who's to say me somebody like yourself and another comic can I sell that out well,
0: Do you well, what a laugh know a laugh that'll be who, well, who, who, says, who right. says
1: we can't do that? So that that's and people might be saying, "Ah, oh, your dreams are a big bigger." But listen, they've got to be. Everything else I've ever kind of wanted and went for, I've, I've sort of got it. So I'm just, I just need to keep thinking the same, just keep doing the same stuff. You know, moving towards the goals that I want,
0: putting myself in the positions, and, and it hopefully it'll happen. Do you know what I mean? Eh, man, I, I I'm, I'm no doubt, no doubt at all. Nope. Uh, <coughs> right. I tell you what, mate, first of all, let's get a couple of bits of business out of the way. Um, where can people get in touch? Find out everything that's going on with Mikey Motion and, of course, the Vibram. That all comes off that as well. Where's the best people to get in touch? Check out what you're doing right now, mate, so they can follow this journey. If you want to
1: follow me, get me on OnlyFans, Mikey Motion, at us, uh you, I've got my I've got my YouTube, uh, Mikey Motion on YouTube, Facebook, right. Mikey Motion on Mikey Collins, Facebook, uh, Instagram. And make Emotion. Follow the Vibram page. Uh, if you want to book me for any gigs or anything like that, contact um, Al at twistedartist.com Right. Um, I just, I'm on Facebook every day. I kind of get off it. It's, it's a nightmare, man.
0: We all are, mate. We all are. We kind of get off it. slaves. That's why you've got the OnlyFans. That's why Only got the OnlyFans, fans, yeah. I that's need
1: that. I okay. need to start sharing that again, man. Cause it's, it's like a dip. <laughs> I don't, I don't even want to know what you're doing, mate. <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: I'll say. I'll sign up. Listen, that's awesome. And, uh, of course, everyone check out uh, Mikey's new venture, the Vibro in Glasgow, every Thursday night. He's got some amazing acts coming on as well, and he's going to be there doing a stint as well, each and every Thursday, trying something yep. new. The fact of the way it's meant to be, you're meant to be out there trying the new stuff and having some fun. Just be sure to check it out. Right, Mikey, I'm going to pop you in the green room and I'm going to finish up this Thanks broadcast. very much, Billy. Pleasure, Everyone, mate. Thanks for getting us on. Love you, mate. Give it, give it up for Mikey Motion. Yes! Right, that's all we've got time for this episode. I fucking love that one. Make sure to follow Mikey's journey as well. Hey, but before we finish up, don't forget, you can head over, show your support to the guys at Broadbeard Oils as well. JJ's got some amazing stuff going out. We're on run-up to Christmas. Why not get yourself some Christmas uh, bits and bobs for the guy, the girl, and your family. You know, we're on run-up to Christmas and don't leave it too late. Make sure to get that done. And we've got some big announcements coming as well. Right, as well as that, November, we're doing a special year on broadcast. It's going to be wrestling month. Every guest is going to be from the world of pro wrestling. Got some female wrestlers, got some athletes on here as well. It's going to be awesome. You're going to really, really enjoy it. We're going to be bringing people from all around the world. Our guest next week is actually Big Demo formerly known as Kelly and Dane from WWE. We're going to be having a chat with him, catching up what he's been up to since leaving WWE in the summer, what he's got planned. And uh, yeah, it's a, I've already done it. It's a really inspiring one. You're going to want to check it out. It's going to be an absolute blast. And the boy has a mighty beard, just in case anyone's feeling short-changed by Mikey's Mikey's beard was so nice, but mine's is like, honest to fuck, man. It's, his beard looked nice and grim. Mine's are like jaw pubes. It's ridiculous. I need to get my comment about it. Right, that's all we've got time for in this episode of Broadcast. I'm going to see you the next time. Look after yourself. Don't forget to check out all the stuff from our good mate, Mr. Mikey Motion, who was on this week's episode. And make sure to hit that subscribe button. Did we say that at the end? What we did? <laughs>